0: Empire. Welcome to Inside the Cap. I'm your host, Joel Corey. You can find me on Twitter at Corey Joel, that is C O R R Y. J-O-E-L and also reading on regular cbssports.com column agents take on NFL salary cap and contract matters this time around we're going to take a look at how NFL players are paid in the postseason um, players get paid much differently in the playoffs than, in, than during the regular season um, for most players it's a pretty substantial um, pay cut in the playoffs because their actual salary has no bearing on what they're making during the postseason. Playoff money comes from a league pool um, instead of from NFL teams. The amounts were negotiated by the NFLPA and NFL Management Council in the CBA negotiations and can be found in the collective bargaining agreement for the wild card round. Um, division winners get 46500 So that means that the uh, Bills, Bengals, Jaguars, Buccaneers, Vikings, and the 49ers get that. If you are a team of a wild card round, um, by, which means you won your division but you don't play this week, you're getting 41500 you have the week off. That's two teams, the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. Under the previous CBA, before the playoffs were expanded, you had four teams that had buys, and they did not get paid during the first week of the playoffs. They're basically, they may have been practicing, but they're doing it for free. Now, the wild card team, other wild card teams, which didn't win a division, get the same 41500 That would be the Ravens, the Chargers, the Dolphins, the Cowboys, the Seahawks, and the Giants. That's what you get in the uh, wild card round. So, this is what I mean by you taking a huge pay cut. Uh, Joey Bosa uh, of the Chargers had a $21.25 million uh salary. So for the 18 weeks during the regular season, he was making 1,180,566, five hundred and fifty-six dollars per week during the regular season. So he's dropping down to 41.5, forty-one thousand five hundred this week. Same amount that seventh-round pick Xander Horvath <laughs> um, is making. Their fullback, who. Barely plays in offense and is primarily a special teams player. They're getting paid the same. Now, for Horvath, that's not really, um, it's uh, comparable to what he's making during the regular season. He's got a $705,000 base salary during the season. So, at $705,000, Horvath was making 39100 and $67 uh, per week. So he's actually getting a slight weight, slight raise out of this. So um, for the season, if you got paid that amount, 41 five, that'd be 747000 So for Horvath, doesn't really matter. Now, in the divisional playoff round, that'll be uh, next week's games, you're getting 46500 In the conference championship, it is... 69,000. In the Super Bowl, the loser gets 82,000 and the winner gets 157,000. So, the most you can make from one team in the playoffs and you'd have to be a division winner that played that, that played this week, didn't make a buy, didn't have a buy is $319,000. So, One of those teams is the San Francisco 49ers. Brock Purdy has been a surprise as the last pick in the NFL draft, Mr. Irrelevant. Looks like uh, he could be their starting quarterback for the future, the way he's been playing since Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt. And I know they have Trey Lance, but uh, if San Francisco wins the Super Bowl with Brock Purdy, I don't think Trey Lance gets that job back, but that's for another day. But Brock Purdy, this year, between a signing bonus and the same base salary as Andrew Horvath, $705,000, $782,012. So, if he made the 319000 if San Francisco won the Super Bowl, that'd basically be a little more than 40% of his salary. So, that... Uh, Money and he in the Super Bowl ring mean more, but from a financial standpoint, that means more to him than it would for, we'll say, the other Bosa, Joey's younger brother, Nick. Because financially, Nick Bosa, who's probably going to be NFL Defensive Player of the Year, will sign a contract that if it does, that should make him the highest paid non quarterback in league history. I suspect it'll be he'll be the first $35 million per year non-quarterback, but we're not getting into that today. That's the basic amount of how players are paid. Now, if you are on the practice squad, you still get your weekly rate on the practice squad. Um, for most players, that is $11,500, so you would get your practice squad rate. Um, longtime vets have the ability to uh, negotiate a range of a uh, practice squad salary between 15400 per week and 19900 per week. So um, <clears throat> the long-time vets make that amount. Teams have the right to elevate uh, two guys from the practice squad uh, for postseason games. Uh, that's what happened for Eric Weddle last year. He was signed because the Rams had injuries um, in the secondary, so he came back and played every postseason game, all four postseason games, but um, was elevated um, from the practice squad each game. So he got the amount of playoff money as opposed to his practice squad play because when you get elevated, um, you qualify, you're eligible for the money that you have – each week as a uh, participant in a playoff game. Now, the payment eligibility gets more complicated once you get to the conference championship round and then the Super Bowl. um, First, I need to say something. I'm going to go back before I get to that. That, um, If you're on the 53-man roster, injured reserve, then you're going to get the money in the first two rounds. So that means... A player like uh, DeMar Hamlin. Although um, he's now on IR um, because of the horrific uh, hit he took uh, a couple weeks ago uh, where he almost lost his life against the Bengals. He's getting paid the same amount as Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, and his other teammates during the postseason. Um, he had that split salary in his contract where when he went on IR, The lower amount would have kicked in, but the NFL PA and the uh, NFL worked something out, so he was going to get the higher amount for the week. But he doesn't have to worry about that for the um, wild card round division of playoff games because you're on 50-man roster injured reserve at the time of game. You're going to get the same payment as the guys who are participating. As I was saying, now we're going to move on to the conference championships and the Super Bowl. That gets more complicated, that you get the full amount – if you've been, if you're on the 50-man roster uh, when the game is played, and you've been on the roster for at least three previous games, regular season or playoffs. If you have, if you are a veteran, that means you have at least one year of service, and you're put on IR during the regular season, and you're still under contract when the game is played, you get the full amount. That's the category that um, DeMar Hamlin falls into. If you have four more years of service, you're basically a vested veteran, you're put on IR uh, during the preseason and you're still under contract during the game is played, full amount. If you are on the 50 man roster at the time the game is played and spent at least eight games on the roster, regular season and playoff, and you're not under contract to another team in the same conference, then you're going to get the full amount. Now, For that last category, that means someone like Jeff Wilson, who was with the Niners for the first eight games of the regular season, was traded right before the trading deadline to the Dolphins on November 1st. If the um, 49ers get to the conference championship, then advance to the Super Bowl, He'll be sitting on his couch making the same money as Christian McCaffrey, who was the reason he ended up being traded, he became expendable. There that Elijah Mitchell, a backlog at running backs, thought he was coming back. Um he would be the third relegated third back. Goes to Miami. Miami's in the playoffs, so he actually gets to double dip. So he's gonna get money for as long as Miami's in the playoffs. And then, um, Niners win two playoff games, they are going to play a third, then he gets that. He gets to do. He gets money as well. Same thing for Brandon Hance, uh, offensive guard that was cut after being there for, being 49ers for eight games, he plays for the Jaguars. That um, he gets the double dip as well. So as long as Jacksonville is in the playoffs, then he's going to be in the same position that uh, Jeff Wilson um, is in. Now, the reason I know about that is I, when I was an agent, that you get to double dip. I had it come into play, and it, it, it applies to uh, another category. That I used to represent this uh, safety that played for the Bucks out of USC, David Gibson, that um, was drafted, I think, in 2000, late late round pick. Uh, the year Tampa won the Super Bowl, he was there for early part of the season. For like four games, got traded to the Colts when um, they had an injury in the secondary. Ended up starting because Tony Dungy's first year in Indy brought someone who knew the system. So Indy made an early playoff exit, and David Gibson got to uh, was rooting for the Bucks to win the Super Bowl because he was getting his Indy playoff money, and also was getting Bucks money. Now there's another category you get a half amount, half share in these two rounds. So By that half share, 69,000 conference championship is the full amount, 34,500 is the half amount. Winning the Super Bowl team, half amount, 78,500 for the winner, 41,000 for the losing team. So if you were on the 53M roster when the game is played, but it's been less than three previous games, regular season or playoff, then you get the half amount. First-year players put on injured reserve during the regular season, still under contract when the game is played, and signed a player contract practice squad contract in the prior season, half share. Veterans of one to three years of service put on IR during the preseason that are still under contract when the game is played, half share. Now, if you aren't on the 53-in roster, at game time and spent between three and seven games on the roster regular season or playoffs and provided out know a contract to another team, then you get a half share. Now the schedule ends up screwing Rashad Felton on how much playoff money he can make if Kansas City has a deep playoff run. Now, Felton was with the Kansas City Chiefs for eight weeks. So is there eight weeks? You're thinking, hey, it's getting a full playoff share. Nope. By week was week eight. It is goes by games, not weeks. Seven games, eight weeks, seven games, puts Rashad Felton in the half share category. Kansas City gets to divisional gets to the conference championship or the Super Bowl. He was traded on November first to the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons NFC team, um, Chiefs AFC team. So the scheduling gods are going to cost him money. Um, So that's an interesting little quirk right there uh, for uh, DeMar uh, Hamlin. Now, there is one more category that will get a quarter share for these last two playoff rounds. First year players put on injury reserve during the preseason that are still under contract when the game is played. They must also have been on a team's practice squad for at least eight games in a prior year or received one or two game checks while on the 50-man roster or injury reserve in the prior year to qualify uh, for the payment. Now, payments during the playoffs by the collective bargaining agreement must be made within 15 days after the game has been played. group of players have the ability to make more money in the playoffs than the league bonus pool because they have individually negotiated incentives relating to uh, the playoffs, individual playoff bonuses. Uh, Last year, we saw that um, Odell Beckham, when he joined the Rams, um, after being released by the uh, Cleveland Browns, that his contract was heavy on incentives relating to His play time in the Rams' success in the playoffs, since the Rams won the Super Bowl, he ended up making $3 million in incentives. Um, We have some players who have bonuses in their contracts based on what happens in the playoffs. Now, the Chiefs have number one seed in the uh, AFC. In that 10-year extension, 12 total contract years, Patrick Mahomes signed... Um, in the summer of 2020 starting with the 2020 in the new years 2022 through 2031 he's got 2.5 million dollars of annual incentives now 1.5 of that is predicated on him playing 50% or more of the offensive snaps in the regular season which obviously he did or 50% in in AF in the AFC championship where the Chiefs win the game then he's going to make $1.25 million. so because it's the 50% regular season play time if the Chiefs win the AFC championship game $1.25 million for Patrick Mahomes now there are a couple other Chiefs who have incentives in their contract where they're going to make money based on the Chiefs playoff success now Frank Clark uh, took a massive pay cut to stay with the Chiefs he was going to make $19.5 million, dropped his pay to $6.75 million, had $7 million in incentives so he could make up some of it now part of those incentives are tied to his play time success now for making the playoffs he got a million dollars because his play time had to be 60% and the Chiefs made the playoffs his was at 625 half, basically he gets another 500000 with Kansas City win the NFC Championship game. He plays a minimum of 50% in that game. And his regular season play time was at least 60%. So he's got six percent part. Now, I think he had a groin injury in the final regular season game. So that gives him a couple of weeks to get in a position where he could play 50%. Um, if he doesn't play 50% in that game then he doesn't make the $500,000 if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Now, he can't make an additional million. There's an additional million for the Super Bowl, but he doesn't qualify for that. His playtime going into the uh, regular season finale was just a shade under 65%. The injury cost him a chance to get to 65% playtime, which is needed for a Chiefs Super Bowl win, provided he has at least 50% participation in that game. So Frank Clark can make another $500,000 based on what the Chiefs um, do in the playoffs. Now, there's another Chiefs defensive lineman who also has some uh, incentive heartbreak, and that is Carlos Dunlop. That He's got an incentive where it's called In his contract, 22 postseason play time and team performance incentive. So, he's got to participate in 50% or more of the defensive plays during the regular season. And 25% or more of the defensive plays in the Super Bowl and the Chiefs win. That's a million dollars. Now, this is where it gets brutal for him. Play time during the regular season. 49.83%. So, you might be thinking, well, if you have 49.83%, you round up, that's 50%. Well, it specifically says in this clause in this contract, official statistics are binding on playtime percentages above. Uh... Playtime amounts will not be rounded up, i.e., player will not be eligible for an incentive if participates in 49.99% of the snaps in the regular season specified above. So, that takes care of this 49.83%. It says 499 does not qualify. So, that means no chance at the million dollars. Now, there's another chief who's in a position... To earn significant uh, money in the playoffs, and that's Juju Smith-Schuster, and he ended up signing a one-year prove-it deal with the Chiefs, which had 10.75 million in incentives. Now, he's earned significant incentives already. He's earned 4.5 based on his performance and play time. He had one where he gets a million five for Kansas City making the playoffs, and his play time being 65%. Well. He cut it close, but his play time was 66.58%. So, if Kansas City plays... If he plays at least 50% on offense in an AFC Championship game, so as long as he's healthy, he will. In an AFC Championship game win, I should say, and has at least 65 catches for 900 yards, he's over both of those amounts, um, then, he, then Juju's getting a million. Now, if he... Same criteria, and it happens in the Super Bowl. He plays 50% in the Super Bowl. He gets another million. So, Juju's already made four or five in incentives. He can get to six, five, make two million in the playoffs um, as long as he stays healthy um, and Kansas City gets the Super Bowl. Juju's going to make another two million. Now, there are a couple quarterbacks who have... Uh, Bonuses writing on how far on, on the Super Bowl. And that's Dak Prescott and um, Kirk Cousins. Now, the four-year $106 million contract Prescott signed in March 2021 has a $1 million incentive each year for the Cowboys win the Super Bowl, provided Prescott takes at least 50% of the offensive snaps. Now, Dak Prescott that showed up been the regular season finale against the Commanders, that's probably the worst regular season game I've ever seen Dak Prescott play. That Dak Prescott will put the Cowboys in a position to lose to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and have an early playoff exit and won't be playing in week two. If the Dallas Cowboys collected against Minnesota Vikings a few weeks ago, that Dallas Cowboys team could get to the Super Bowl. Now, Speaking of the Minnesota Vikings, I don't think I have ever seen an NFL team. Well, actually, I don't, it's never happened that just ekes out so many close games in a row. I think they're 11 and 0 in one-score games. They're 13 and 4. They've got a negative three-point differential. How do you win 76.5 percent of your games and get outscored 427 to 424 on the season? I don't have a lot of confidence in this Minnesota Vikings team getting to the Super Bowl. But in the event that <laughs> they do, it could be profitable for um, Kirk Cousins if they win. His play, regular season play time had to be 75% done. Has to play 75% in the Super Bowl. And if they win, that's a million dollars. If he's Super Bowl MVP, that is another million dollars. Now, sticking with quarterbacks, um, Jimmy Garoppolo... Um, no one expected him to be a forty nine er this year. That the assumption or presumption was he was going to get traded to so pave the way for Trey Lance to be the starter. Well, injuring his shoulder in the playoffs, I believe against the Cowboys last year, turned out he needed to have right shoulder surgery. His throwing shoulder, trade market disappeared. He was put in purgatory during training camp. <laughs> then surprisingly agreed to take a huge pay cut was going to make 25 million during the season dropped it down to 7 with another 8.45 million in incentives now um he has money riding on the playoffs but <laughs> odds are he's not going to get it well first he got $500,000 for making the playoffs where his regular season play time was 50% or above so we got that. Now, Garoppolo broke his foot um, week 13, left foot against the Dolphins in week 13. Mr. Irrelevant brought Purdy. <laughs> Word is, at least reports are, that even if Garoppolo can come back and it's trending in that direction, Purdy's – they're not taking Purdy out of the lineup. So, that means Jimmy Garoppolo, because his play time was 50% above in the regular season, and the 49ers are in the – uh um NFC championship <laughs> he's going to get some money that's going to be $500,000 another 500 for win now doing that in a Super Bowl win and playing at least 50% is uh worth another million now um we're going to I believe that's correct on Garoppolo. I'm going to double check that but we're going to move on to a couple other guys first before I uh give a definitive answer On Garoppolo. That's how I wrote it down, but I'm going to double check that to make sure um, Garoppolo, I got Garoppolo's incentives right. Now, we had one guy who famously had money writing on making the playoffs um, in the regular season finale, and that was Geno Smith, another quarterback. Geno Smith had um, an incentive, at playtime incentives, where they maxed out at a million. Based on his play time, he didn't miss a snap during the regular season, so he already, he already was at a million, and they were going to double to two million if they made the Seahawks made the playoffs. So they took care of their end of the bargain by winning um, against the uh, Rams in the regular season finale. Although the officiating has been criticized and maybe they shouldn't have been in that position because some calls that were made and some that weren't made. So heading into Sunday night, the Green Bay Packers controlled their own destiny, playoff destiny. Green Bay beats Detroit. Then Seattle doesn't make the playoffs. Geno Smith should send a huge thank you card to uh, the um, – Lions for knocking off the Packers and getting him um, to the playoffs. So that's how he got that money. Now, um, back to Garoppolo uh, for a minute. That qualifies for the conference championship game, participates in 50% or more. Oh, he's got to play 50% or more during the conference championship game. Um, So, no, Garoppolo, I stand corrected. I was wrong. Garoppolo's not getting the money in the uh, conference championship game because if Brock Purdy's still on the field, he's not getting $500,000 or the $500,000 more for the win. He'd need Brock Purdy to get injured. He'd have to come in and play more than 50% or more and for him to even get that money for the playoffs. So it's just based on what he does in the playoffs. Garoppolo could be out $2 million if they win the Super Bowl because he's got to participate in 50% or more of the plays in the Super Bowl. And if they get there, for another million. So (laughs) Jimmy Garoppolo can't stay healthy. And that's the reason why they went out and got Trey Lance because he was always hurt, perpetually injured, then gets hurt again, opens the door for Brock Purdy. He's going to cost himself $2 million (laughs) because the way it's trending right now, even if he comes back, they're not going to make the quarterback switch. Now, there's some guys who were signed late in the season that have interesting um, incentives. One is T.Y. Hilton, that the Cowboys were flirting with uh, Odell Beckham Jr., ended up signing T.Y. Hilton instead. And Dallas has to write the ship. He gets, if he plays 30%, in any playoff game that they win. So if he plays 30% in each playoff in a, in a, in the wild card round and Dallas can beat Tampa, that's $100,000. 30% in the next round and a win, $150,000. 30% in the conference championship game and a win, $200,000. 30% or more in the Super Bowl and a win, that's $250,000. So, um T.Y. Hilton can make another 750. based on Dallas' playoff success. He should get $100,000 because this is not a very good Tampa team. Uh, Tom Brady's never lost in his career to the Dallas Cowboys, so that's going against Dallas. Dallas hasn't won a road playoff game in 30 years. Torrey Aikman was a quarterback then, strike two. But on paper, Dallas should win. They've lost the last two times they played Tampa, but – T.Y. Hilton's in a position to earn more money. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles signed two interior defensive linemen, basically right, I think the same day, if not the same day, the same week, and Dominican Sue and Linville Joseph to provide more depth along a deep defensive line. Now, they both have incentives in their contract, which will playoffs, which max out at 500000 There are two ways to earn it, and they they're, they're both there the first game, first way that if their cumulative play time over the last eight games, and that's when they signed, um, was 30% or more. Both of them hit that. um, They had 497 defensive snaps over the last eight games. Sue was in on 176 of them. That's 35.4%. Linville Joseph, 189 snaps. That's 38%. So they hit the 30% mark they needed to. Now, they have to be on the 53-man roster for these playoff for each playoff game, but if they're on a 53-man 50, roster, it's 125000 per win. No, actually, I take that back. They can only max out at three seventy five because the way the incentive was worded, it didn't have a stipulation they get money if there's a buy, that they would get one hundred twenty five for the wild card round if they hit the 30%. It didn't say that. So there's only three playoff games for the Eagles. So the most they can get is three seventy five because of the way this thing is worded. Maybe the Eagles will pay them the 125 anyway. Um, I don't know, but for the divisional playoff round, NFC Championship game, and Super Bowl, if the Eagles get there and these two guys um, are on the 50-man roster for those games and in the wins, and they win, that's 125,000 each. They max out at 375. If they hadn't played the 30% in the regular season, if they played 30% in the playoffs. In a win, they'd still get the money, but they've already qualified the first way. Um, So, we've gone over how playoff money works um, league-wide. That you're not playing financially unless you're a late-round pick like Brock Purdy. Because playoff money, if uh, San Francisco wins the Super Bowl, is a little more than 40% of what he's making between a signing bonus and 2022 base salary. But for the bigger picture, San Francisco wins the Super Bowl. He's their quarterback of the future. Huge pay cut for most players, given the way playoff money works. $319,000 is the most you can make for one individual team, but you had to be a division winner that was not getting a buy. So for Kansas City... And Philadelphia, the most either one of those teams players could make is 314000 Uh Brandon Hance, backup guard, midseason acquisition, was claimed off waivers when the 49ers released him. He's in a position to make more money than anybody else because he can double dip. Um, same, Jeff Wilson's in a position as well, um, provided Miami upsets uh, Buffalo, which um, – Point the double-digit underdog, he'll get to double dip, but they could make more than 300. They'll make more than 319,000 if uh, the 49ers win the Super Bowl because they are making playoff money from their own team. Now you got players that have individual playoff bonuses as well, and we just went over those. That's how players make money um, in the postseason. Now, that's going to be it for this week's Inside the Cap. Don't forget, you can find me on Twitter. That's Corey Joel. That's C-O-R-Y-J-O-E-L. And you can read my regular CBSSports.com column, Agent State, on Info, Salary Cap, and Contract Matters. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you back here next time.